You're listening to The Cole Show with comedian Ricky Cole. How's everyone doing? This is a new year. It's going to get crazy. Well, we're finding out who tried to overthrow our democracy. I don't believe America is serious about finding out the truth. I think you all are in denial. Because um, it wasn't black and brown people who stormed the Capitol and embarrassed America on the world stage. It was your people. And you can't accept the truth about your people. The South. The Confederacy. The ones you make deals with. The ones you invest your money with. The one who you elevated and kept them in prosperity why you helped them or ignored them keeping everybody else in second class or less than citizenship we played this game for too long you know the far right want to cut taxes not because they want to save money because they just don't want to help society but the media plays the game along with the bullshit just report what they say don't question don't ask I mean don't question them about what's really going on. Just play the game. Now, January the 6th is up on us again. And that's when democracy almost died. That cancer, the Confederacy, been around for 200 years. It's just changed the strategy now. You know, um, changed the name, got a new brand, you know? Just like what Facebook trying to do with that metaverse thing. You know, when we know Facebook is fucked up, but now, you know, they got to say, oh, no, the metaverse, but it's still Facebook. Well, the Confederates call themselves fiscal conservative Christians. Yes, they are Republicans now. You know, the old Dixocrats, the old Southern segregationists, are Republicans. Oh, they love using slogans like socialism. But they don't tell you that grandma lives off Social Security and love Medicaid. And you always want to rely on postal service, even though they try to take that away from you. Under this nutcase, white supremacy they put on the head of the postal service. So now we have Joe Biden, sleepy old white man who wouldn't have much of a choice to go and get to try to save this goddamn democracy. What left of it. And now, you just want to move on. Something what your ancestors did back in the day when they used to burn our freaking communities down because they never respected the 14th Amendment or the 15th. So they just go in there and tear black folks down, tear brown folks down. Just like, you know, when they say build that wall and Mike Pence stood there and looked at babies in cages <sighs> with no Christian heart. But he's a Christian. Those people, the Puritans, the ones that you guys just... Don't want to admit you're part of. This is their shit. So we ignore it, right? We make excuses. Lots of, I mean, lots of excuses. And, and, and you know why you're doing it. Just like the kid who broke the window. He didn't do it. I don't know what Mayor Garland is going to say. Is he going to do his job and save democracy or and prosecute those 
who are guilty. I don't know. But like I said, in one of my podcasts, it was Hannity. It was Tucker Carlson. It was Laura Ingram. It was the Fox Network itself. It's part of the Republican Party. It's part of their propaganda. Um, um, the word I'm looking for is... Um, it's part, they aren't part of the, you know, they, they weaponized it. So it's part of their, it's the arm of the Republican Party. That's what I'm looking for. And they used it. It, it works well. And then they created another arm, Newsmax, and I can go on. And, and they get this money, and, they, and it, it's pretty, they convince wealthy white men, the ones who aren't racist, to go along with this thing. Give us, give us what we want, and we could just... Uh, you know, give you what you want and why we fuck over everybody else. And that's what we went wrong. Now, this both side thing that you guys like to play is very irritating because black folks are not storming the Capitol. If it did, we would be still counting the dead. And it would be more than 70 people been convicted. It would be like millions because you can revenge on others. But you can't revenge on yourselves when it's you is the problem. I'm talking to you, white America, you. Because you can't accept that you've been miseducated. You believe in some miracle cure about America. You believe that America is the shit. You're America. But for those who see your America, it's not so pretty. You're being played by the rich. Think about it. Democrat, Republican, the system still stays the same. They always tell you how Wall Street doing it, but Main Street, they don't talk about. Supposed to be Main Street doing well, then you talk about Wall Street. But no, they go, Wall Street, fuck Main Street. We got the rich in our pockets. Mitch O'Connell and all of them lie about voting rights. Well, niggas do have right to vote, but <laughs> we don't have to give it to them. So they're out there rigging the game. He's lying to the public. Media doesn't call him out. You know what he's doing is wrong, but you ignore it. That's what I'm talking about. You're good for looking the other way. Here, and that is... The straight up effort to overturn the election, right? I mean, the, the, the sum total of what we're learning from the committee before releasing its report uh, that strikes me, right, is the number of people who were in touch with the White House by text, Sean Hannity among them, but, he, but he's not alone. Republican members of Congress who seem to be aware of what the plan was here, to straight up reject the electoral votes from swing states. We're a year later. Why no consequences legally for those people? Well, it's a great question, Jim, and it's what I'm going to be thinking about when we watch the Attorney General give his speech later today. And by the way, I'll tell you right now, four hours in advance, what Merrick Garland's going to say. It's no mystery. He's going to say, we will follow the facts and the law without fear or favor, and we will pursue those leads wherever they lead us as high as they may go. And that's good. He should say that. Those words are fine. But I've not seen it yet in Merrick Garland and DOJ's actions, and I'm much more interested in actions than words. Two specific things. First of all, They've prosecuted 700-plus people so far who stormed the Capitol, all people who physically stormed the Capitol. But four different federal judges in D.C. have criticized DOJ for being too lenient, 
for giving misdemeanor pleas when there should be felonies, for giving probationary sentences when there should be jail time. One judge, the chief judge in D.C. said DOJ has been schizophrenic and baffling. Those are quotes in its approach to January 6th. And then the second big point is, where is the meaningful investigation of the leaders? Yes, of course, the people who stormed the Capitol have to be prosecuted. But how about the people behind it? How about the people who came up with this idea, who came up with the idea to try to steal the election, to try to obstruct Congress? I've seen nothing from DOJ on that. And by the way, some of them are still bragging about it. Peter Navarro is basically describing on television yep. what the plan was. Uh, I, I want to, Pete Licata, speak about uh, another threat, and that is just what January 6th revealed about the threat of right-wing extremism in this country here. And, and to be clear, let's acknowledge the progress, more than 700 people facing criminal charges and more than 70 now sentenced already. But where does that threat stand today, a year later? Is, is it still a clear and present danger, in your view? Perhaps greater. Uh, there's always a threat of extremism on both sides, the left, the anarchist side, and the far right. Those threats always exist. They're always going to exist in this country. And honestly, in my 20, over 20 years in the FBI, the tide has always turned depending on who the administration is at that time. Um, so obviously we have a, a, a democratic administration. There's always a surge in right-wing politics and, and far-right uh, extremism. When we had Republican administrations, there's a surge in, in left-wing extremism. Now, what I don't like about that is he looking for a way out to say, see, it's not only just white Southerners, it's those BLM people too. You know, don't blame us for some shit that you did. BLM wouldn't be in the streets if your cops weren't trained to kill us. BLM wouldn't be in the streets if opportunity was there. So our kids won't be killing each other with your guns, your drugs. But it's both sides. One side hate America, storm the Capitol. Went there to try to overthrow our government to take our rights away. But it's both sides. One side been fighting this culture war which is nothing but the Civil War for over 200 years. But it's both sides. They can't be honest with themselves. That's what I'm saying. You can't. You just can't be honest because it's in your blood to make up a lie. That's why you might be good at writing fucking fairy tales. I'll be right back with the rest of this show. But Attorney General Garland, he came out and gave his speech. But I'm not sure what he's going to do. I'm going to be honest. You know, convicted 70 people out of 700. Um, but it was thousands of people. Didn't even touch the rich ones who funded it. It was attempted overthrow. It was attempted coup because they don't want blacks to have rights because of the 14th and the 15th Amendment. We're still in this old culture war they call the old Civil War. 
That's the culture. Which culture wants to over dominate the other, okay? They don't like the way liberal culture is going, you know. Gays can have rights, women can have rights, blacks can have rights, Asians can have rights. If you're born here in in this country, you're a citizen, regardless of what your ethnicity is. They don't want that. But it's funny, listening to these people, I, I'm like, are you really taking it serious? I don't think, my opinion now, I don't think white America care. You know, it's like, wait. You know, too many black leaders died to give us what we have. You know, we have soul. We survived. And to see the children, children, children of the Confederacy willing to overthrow democracy for their ideological beliefs because they think they're going to be replaced is sickening. It really is. And that's what it's all about. Our media make it political. Yes, that war is in the political realm. That's why they don't like to giving us anything. That's why everything goes to the rich. That's why they're doing great and everybody else is suffering. That's why they don't want to give you a living wage, a decent wage, insurance, whatever. They don't want you to have anything because that war is more important than democracy. Mitch O'Connell, all of them. I'm going to play some of that. Listen to how he charges. Well, that's not wrong. Hell, you have the right to vote, but we're not going to give it to you. Like we're stupid. And what hurts, because see, I can fuss about it. People like me, we can fuss, but we can't do a damn thing about it. Maybe Tim Scott and Candace Owens and all of them know that. So that's why they're kissing a lot of white ass without putting up a fight. Go along with becoming second class one more time. No, we can't go backwards. We're going to fight. But white America, we know you, you don't have your heart in it because it's you. You're the problem. I'm going to keep saying it. It's you. You don't care. If you cared, you wouldn't have delayed it a whole year. I understand what he's doing about investigating and figuring out. He knows who these people are. He knows the money. Hell, we can find Bin Laden somewhere in, in Pakistan. You can find these guys. You know who they are. Hell, they wine and dine each other. Like I said, Trump was nothing more than a puppet. They needed a fool to keep the crazy base. Get them in line with the coup. Damn it, they did it. So what type... Are you, you still want a, a democracy? Well, you better wake up, pull your head out of your ass, and understand. If you get those people an inch... Take them out. They already showed us who they are. You want to go through that again? 
with the disastrous consequences of those lies a year later. Among them, a nation heavily divided over what was and is at stake. A new poll from USA Today and Suffolk University finds that while the majority of both Democrats and Republicans are worried that democracy is in peril, they disagree on why that is. Only 53% say January 6th was a protest aimed at overturning a legitimate election, including 85% of Democrats. Meanwhile, more than half of Republicans still think it was this, quote, a protest aimed at preventing a fraudulent election. And on the select committee's investigation into that day, 88% of Democrats say it's important for the future of our democracy. Whopping 78% of Republicans say it's a waste of time. Joining our conversation is MSNBC political analyst, former Republican Congressman David Jolly, also Kimberly Atkins Store, senior opinion columnist for the Boston Globe, and MSNBC contributor. Michael Steele, of course, is still here. Um, Kim, what are you thinking about as you look ahead to tomorrow? Yeah, it's amazing that one year out, you know, watching that in real time a year ago, I would think that that was the floor. We saw a lot of things happening, a lot of division, a lot of falsehoods being lodged. But I thought, oh my goodness, this attack on the seat of democracy in America would finally be the floor that would wake Americans up and would make them realize how delicate our democracy is. Remember, democracy isn't a state of being, it's, it's an act. And it's very fragile. It's fragile. Now, as she said, it's fragile. You know how fragile it is? I'm going to take you and let you know how fragile it is. Because it's so fragile, a lot of black people died. A lot of black people died just to give us a little bit of so-called... King has seen and felt the sort of emotional and psychological damage of segregation economic inequality, limited opportunities. Every day that he delays, every day that civil rights activists delay is a day that black people suffer. Why after segregation is ruled illegal, does it continue? I mean, why can't racist white people let it go? There must be something else at play here. Well, it's the way in which some white people see black people at this time, viewing them as a social blemish or stain. I'll tell you what, let me explain in terms of something called the one drop rule. In the social and even legal system of Jim Crow, one drop of black blood made a person black. What does that really mean? It means white children grow up thinking that if they touch a black person, it'll rub off on them. It means white folks would rather throw acid in a pool than let black children swim in it. I mean, think about that. They'd rather throw in a real contaminant rather than coexist with the imaginary one. See, because that's what one drop means. At the heart of it, it means blackness is a contaminant. Of course white folks resist integration. They're terrified of being infected. But see, that's the thing about prejudice. It would have us believe something completely phony, that being black is a disease. In order to blind us to the real disease, our society has been suffering for far too long. Racism. And that's the truth. Racism. Now, we can play the game all day long and and um, and ignore the truth. But what is it? What is it? Nothing but racism. Why do you think 
those 50 Republicans don't want to pass the civil rights bill and fix what they did, broke. You know, they broke it and they don't want to fix it because they broke it on purpose because they don't want us to have rights. And why they don't want us to have rights? Because they racist. And that's what you know, America. You know it. Talking to you. You know. That's why you're dragging your feet. That's why it take a year. You'd rather build back better. Anything to face the facts and the truth. The truth. You have people who don't want black and browns to have rights. Women to have rights. But you, you moderates, you accept it. And we saw it uh, there. So to be a year out and to still have this, so many Americans not recognizing exactly what it was um, is really disappointing. It makes you realize how even more fragile it is. You know, a a couple days ago, uh, Michael Beschloss said that 2022 might be the year that democracy in America fails. And that's something that I've been thinking about ever since. And if it does fail, we won't be able to get it back so easily. Um, I hope Americans, more Americans come to realize that. You know, David Jolly, I am... That's something that I've been thinking about ever since. And if it does fail, we won't be able to get it back. So, You know what? I had to flip that back. Did you hear that, right? We won't be able to get it back. That's the war we're in. The Confederacy and Nazis have declared war on our Constitution. The war is not out in the streets, but they have their they have their soldiers willing to pick up arms because they armed them. Hell, they took 20 years to arm them. You know, and now they fucking lock and loaded and ready to go. Throw out there some propaganda on them like... Build back better and make America great again. Hell, this is our country, our heritage. They're good. To, they man, they religion. Throw some of that goddamn white Jesus on them. Oh man. They. You know, it's really sad, but it's not surprising when you start looking back. Richard Nixon war on drugs. Kennedy didn't care. They killed Bobby. Begin to make sense. Welfare month, crack on our streets. Private prisons, lack of investment in our communities. Bunch of promises always broken. And they want to take our rights back. So they rigged the courts. That's evil. Easily, um, I hope Americans, more Americans, come to realize that. You know, David Jolly, I um, when I was coming on the anchor that day, I, I came on early and I and I stayed on late. But when I when they asked me to go on, I, I remember thinking, I don't know what I'm covering yet. I don't know what this is. What is this? Is this a security story? Is this a political story? And someone said to me, you know, cover it like a national security story because they are not, that building is not secure. And so I reached out to a former CIA official, a former national security advisor, and a former Pentagon official, all who had worked for Republican presidents, Republican administrations. And they said, I think I went on the air around around three, they, they said in that moment that the only people who can 
stop this are people from inside the movement. This is going to be a counter-extremism effort from this day forward. There is nothing you can yeah. say to your audience of people that will see it as it is that will make this not happen again. And it is not clear to me that anywhere, anyone has engaged in a counter-extremism effort, is it? Uh, look, there are voices that are pushing back, and, and you are one of those, Nicole, in your reporting. And I think Merrick Garland's Department of Justice has prosecuted over 700 cases or filed. Now, I understand where he's going with this. I want to get my little two cents in. He don't. We don't really know what's going to happen. Either way, it's not going to be good. Garland go ahead and prosecute those Trump and the cronies seize bank accounts might have to do some murders who knows it's war either we're gonna, you know either we're gonna have to ignore it and give in to these people or we're gonna have to go to war with them now we're in a political war we tried to Govern with them, but if they get their hands on power, you've seen how they govern under Trump, they're gonna be worse. We're gonna lose our democracy. And that's what we're trying to get out to you people. You have to care, you have to take to the streets. What's going on is designed to divide us. The Kobig, the the anger, the lack of food shortages, the stress. They're piling it on. Because we're so distracted, we're not looking at what's really going on. You got to care. Or you're going to be regretting it. Charges over 700 cases, but do we see the volume of voices on both sides of the aisle, regardless of partisan allegiances, push back on this? No, and I do think that's the danger. I think it is more likely than not that the events of January 6, 2021, will happen again. And and to your point, covering it in real time, we have to recognize it as a national security moment. One of the fundamental pillars of our republic almost broke that day, meaning the peaceful transfer of a certified election or the, or the peaceful certification of an election. And that can happen again because the voices, frankly, on one side of the political aisle continue to deny the reality that Donald Trump is dangerous to the nation. And, and I think for me, that's my takeaway going into tomorrow. The optimist in me says that America is a resilient experiment, that the Republic survived last January 6th and ultimately on January 20th. And so we want to talk about the strength of the Republic, but the reality is what contributed to the events of last year still exists in our American culture today. And it is more likely that... Now, he's right. And... You know what? I gotta prove it to you. I gotta prove it to you. I'll be right back. There are people out there who do not care if we lose our democracy or not. 
They're going to make excuses for their beliefs. We're not going to change them people. I listen to Garland and I don't know what he's going to do. I'll be honest with you, I don't. I don't know if we're going to have a democracy or not. But I know one thing. White supremacy is real. The Republican Party is the party of white supremacy. Even though they changed their names from Dixocrats to Republicans, they're the same old racist party. The reason I say that is because it's true. Now, white America, you have family members who vote Republican for your tax cuts and stuff. And they're supposed to be fiscal conservative and fiscal responsible, right? So they're very responsible on white supremacy, but the rest of the country can go to hell. As long as rich men get what they want, they can get the chance to fuck us over. Does that make sense? All right. So today is January the 6th. A year after the storming of the Capitol by white supremacy been ginned up by Steve Bannon, Donald Trump, and the rest of those motherfuckers. We know that 55 senators in the Senate who was in trouble at that time willing to go along with the coup. And we know that the House representatives in the House, excuse me, let me get it right, the Republican representatives are down with the coup. Except two. If I'm thinking right, right. But white America, you're still not getting it. What Garland told us yesterday was a bunch of BS. He going after the small people, right? It's like going into the neighborhood and arresting all the local drug dealers. Yeah, it'll look like you're doing something. But are you really trying to get rid of drugs? You know, it's like spraying ferocious in a house that is contaminated and you're spraying the first floor, but you're not fucking with the other three floors you know what I'm saying I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I get rid of all the roaches here but the roaches are in the house it's in the building the building is contaminated well our democracy is contaminated with white supremacy 230 some years of this shit I'm telling you right now 200 years I said 30 because I'm going back a little bit but let's say 200 years right 14th and 15th Amendment. Southern whites did not want blacks to have rights. So it was amended into the Constitution so they can't get it out. So what do they do? They ignore it. They deny it. All right? They create other laws with other races who are willing to go along with it. I'm talking about the moderate whites like Joe Manson and Cinema. Um, people who are willing to say, well, I'm not racist, but I really don't want to get rid of the filibuster because it's a constitution, it's a Senate rule, and, 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 and you know, BS, BS, you know, it's BS, BS, BS. You know, and the media don't call that BS out. So I know, the, I know we're not going to get our voting rights back. So people in southern states, just prepare yourselves to lose your rights. You're already standing in lines and they give you broken down voting machines. They don't want you to vote. They never did. They never will. People like Stacey Abrams, who I shouted out last year. I was drunk on that podcast, by the way. Um, She did a good job. Now she's running for governor. 
If you want to save democracy, you have to vote for people like her. You have to vote for people like her. Because let me tell you something, you have a lot of people out here right now don't give a damn about democracy. Matter of fact, fuck it, I'm just going to prove it to you. What I mean, I don't think America really understands the situation we're in. I really have to be honest. As a comedian, I haven't been on the road in two years. I've been here doing these podcasts, trying to get the message out that our democracy is in trouble. This virus is not no fucking accident. We have rich men who's trying to destroy this country, and they're determined to do so. Now, I don't know what Garland's going to do. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep saying that. I don't know what he's going to do, but God, I hope he has enough patriotism in him to try to save this democracy. It works. It worked back in 1887, and Southern whites got rid of it. It worked after 1964-65. Took a little while. We had the war on drugs with Richard Nixon. But by the late 70s and 80s, we had a democracy. We had a democracy. We was high, but we had a goddamn democracy. And by the late 90s and 2000, we realized that force never stopped trying to fuck us over. They gave us George Bush Jr. Who gave the rich tax cuts. Who didn't give a shit about people in New Orleans. And then Barack Obama come along. The savior, the, the Jesus of America. Instead of working with him, a group of white wealthy men decided to fight him. They didn't feel that a black man should be president. How racist is that? He wasn't black. He was mixed. He tried to imagine America works for everyone. But we have a group of people that don't want that. They never will accept it. We have to deal with it. They're insurrectionists in there, senators and representatives and businessmen. They donate to this white supremacy party because they're part of it. I can't say they're doing it out of, oh, well, you know, I didn't know. They know. Trust me. They know. They don't make, you know, they're businessmen. They're wealthy, wealthy, and they own Fortune 500 companies. They know exactly what they're doing. That's why they want it dark. That's why they want it hidden. Because they don't want to say, oh, well, I fucked up. They want to cover their tracks. So let's stop BSing ourselves, you know? And so people right now on January the 6th is denying what happened. And some people call in and actually hit them with the truth. So I'm going to say this to my white brothers and sisters out there who are liberals and believe in democracy. Thank you. Because I was saying you don't care, or some of you do. So I'm taking that back and saying you don't care, some of you do. It's not enough of you. Who cares? And that's the sad thing about it. It's not enough of you. Some of you care, but it's not enough of you. And there was looting. Care about democracy. Things like that. 
was no congressional hearing looking into why so many federal institutions were attacked, statues, buildings, uh, land. Uh, up in Seattle where citizens basically took over public property. Now, that man is trying to defend what happened on January 6th by saying, what about Black Lives Matter? They took over the city, they burned shit. That's how you lose your democracy. Someone like him who can't accept the truth. That's what we're dealing with. See, people like that, they don't care about black folks. They do care about white supremacy. And they've been conditioned through time to be that way. I said time instead of generations because it's the same thing. They've just been conditioned. You think he cares about black kids getting shot down in the street? No, we're criminals in his mind. Even though a little kid can play with a toy gun, get shot down in 12 seconds, oh, man, he's a criminal. He should have obeyed the cop. But a white boy can shoot down two protesters, white protesters, by the way, for fighting for what's right, Black Lives Matter, and he get off. If you don't see the real face of America, Stay blind, okay? And at the DNC convention in 2020, there was no mention to a great degree of how we cannot have our cities under fire. There was no mention by then-candidate Biden with the same fervor about that. And as frustrating as people got, they still had no right to go into the Capitol. Well, let me ask you this. Why do you think those events are of equal weight to what happened at the Capitol? I think there were two events at the Capitol, and I agree with what you're trying to drive towards. Disrupting the traditional transfer of power, to me, is unacceptable. However, the actual rioting and looting needs to be handled in the same same way, if that makes any sense to you. So, yes, I agree with you that... The January 6th issue was major because it was disrupting our democratic process. But we cannot allow damage to federal, state, local property throughout the nation and then still. You can't accept that white supremacy is throwing the Capitol. So he has to do the old dog whistle. What about the niggas? What about those who. But you know what? Black folks never take. You know, that's one thing about white supremacy. They can't see beyond their own ignorance. Black folks never protested. Black folks never protested unless they have to. Let me get it straight, okay? Black folks ain't got time to go out there and protest. We got to pay our bills. Black folks never protested unless it was a reason. You shooting our people down in the streets like they was animals. And you get your cops off. You choke them out when they have a cigarette, selling a loose cigarette. You choke them down for that, right? But those are harsh sentences. You know, that's Judge Dredd shit. You know, judge, jury, and executioner right there. Choke him out. Then the prosecutor like, fuck them niggas and, and, and get the cops off. I mean, just keeping it real. Then you dump guns into our streets. And then you say, look at the crime in Chicago. It's out of control. Why? Why is it out of control? Because you design it to be out of control. See, whatever happens is the consequences of whatever the fucking somebody else thought of. People don't understand. This shit is a system. 
a system that designed to fuck us over, to keep them on top. Like I said earlier in the podcast, you think about it, right? Wall Street doing great. They always talk about Wall Street. They never talk about Main Street. It used to be Main Street, then Wall Street. They don't want us part of Main Street, man. They don't want us part of this fucking constitution. They don't want us. You know, people, our ancestors have fought in not every one of these fucking country wars. And you look at the history pattern of white supremacy. Blacks fought in the colonial war. You know, some fought for, for the British, which was smart. But the ones who fought for the, for the Union, once the Union won, what did the blacks get? More slavery. You know, what the Indians get? More land taken from them. What do white folks get? White supremacy, rule. You're the ruling class. You're the shit. You write the history. You know, you're the conquerors. You can write the history where you want it, the way you want it to be. But so when the truth comes out, now you don't want to hear it. You can't. You can't accept it. That's why you make excuses. You know, I, I'm listening to C-SPAN and I see it now. I see it clearly. It's the nose on my face. You can't accept the truth and you don't want to be educated. It's not necessarily agreeing with me. I just wanted to clarify why you, why you held those two things equally. That's all. I just wanted to get a, a sense of how you how you came to that. Well, it's actually three things. Summer 2020, the rioting on the Capitol grounds, and then the disruption of uh, the disruption of the democratic process, which is the one that I am most concerned about. Gotcha. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, let's hear from Rachel, Dayton, Ohio, Democrats line. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty okay, just watching, and I mean, I'm just really confused about how all of this is being compared from one place to another. I mean, rioting and insurrection, no matter what, is wrong, no matter where you put it, no matter where it goes, but what I can't stand is the people that were rioting were doing it from an unjust cause, that they, that Donald Trump influenced them, and that's how this whole shindig, per se, went down. I mean, rioting over the past summers, like the previous caller had mentioned, were, once again, not right, not wrong. But you also have to look, like, they were talking about how insurrection or it may be rioting, no matter what. You got to also look at the psychological factor of it all. Like, how many people, like all the people that took their lives after this, how many people were affected by this in such a traumatic and negative way that it's, it's mind-blowing? From David, Crab Orchard, West Virginia, Independent Line. Yeah, Pedro. Uh, hey, people getting tired of this insurrection from the media, from the politicians. If uh, if it's really insurrection instead of a riot, then then the the Biden administration are failing to prosecute for insurrection. Nobody's been prosecuted, and it, so why ain't they calling for impeachment of uh, President Biden? Uh, for, for not enforcing the law. Uh, this is getting sick. 
And he's right. It's getting sick because he's sick. See, this is the game. How are we going to save our democracy when we see what the game is being played out, man? We have a f- 70 million Americans willing to overthrow our democracy. So they, they, they think like that. The lady just got through saying, you know, it's insurrection, blah, blah, blah. But he calls in, oh, no, nah, I just, you know, I just, he just can't accept it. They've been radicalized. And, you know, back in the um, early 2000s, they told me, oh, Carter's been radicalized. White America was being radicalized as well. Fox News, Hannity and all of them guys. Hmm. How are we going to get out of this mess? Because listen to this guy, <laughs> we, whoo, man, we in trouble. Uh, January of next year, one of the houses will change and they'll do another investigation and there'll be more informed information come out about this whole thing. Right now, you're getting one-sided from the Democrats, election year this year, and they're going to run this thing into the ground. And, and, and the media is going to call it insurrection, but nobody's being charged for insurrection. Impeached Mr. Biden. Okay, that's uh, David in West Virginia on our Democrats line. Uh, Bethesda, Maryland, we'll hear from Tom. Hello. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want to make something clear to the people trying to downplay this atrocity. Um, it was a literal attack on our democracy to overthrow a fair election. Now, when I apologize to my white brothers and sisters, because of him, this brother is right. Man, how are we going to... I just want to keep that. How are we going to save this country? I see why America Island is, is, is puzzled. Because how can you explain to our citizens that they're being played by some very powerful people? They always, you know, how can... You change their mind. You can't. You have to defeat them. Just like we did Al-Qaeda and ISIS. Salaf- you know, we can't let them make a white nationalist salafate right here in our country. The ones who hate Muslims, hate Islam, hate blacks, hate hate liberals, hate gays. That sounds like a pretty radical group of people. And we can't govern with them. Let's finish this show and I'm going to go move on to the next one. That's the definition of an insurrection and at that a terrorist attack. These people tried to use violence to influence politics. That's the definition of terrorism, too. These are people who were terrorists. And another point I'd like to make. I agree with the brother. Uh, another point. These people, many of them were part of neo-Nazi white supremacist groups. Oh, I really agree with him. Flew the Confederate flag and other white supremacists. Uh, iconography they as they were asking white police officers to join them they were throwing slurs at black police officers and at that the conspiracy theories that many of them are so familiar they've been used against minorities for generations this was a white supremacist attack to overthrow democracy and we've seen this so many times before and, and you would care now 
I understand why he had to count back because white America don't want to hear the truth. It was a white supremacy or attempted overthrow of our democracy. See how defensive Pedro got? Oh, oh my God. How can you describe that? You want to hear it? I, I'm going to play it. Listen. Characterize that with all the people in the group? See, how are you going to, all of them? Every last one of those white people who are racist? If you was in Washington on January the 6th, 99.9%, you are a racist. You believe that the election was stolen. So you was willing to overthrow democracy for that belief. And that's where the danger comes in at. If you're willing to walk away from your democracy for a cult belief, you've been brainwashed. Got a little bit more before I close this part of the show out. For her, because several groups were mentioned specifically, but would you cast that for everybody who participated that day? Most, because many of them use these conspiracy theories as dog whistles. They, they don't believe that they're... They, the brother's they right. Fact. They use the... Illuminati, New World Order, Deep State as a dog whistle for Woo, the Jews. brothers on point. Excuse me, how do you know, how do you conclude that for certain? See, he's noticed how he's, he's, he's pushing back, right? How you know? I mean, how you really know? It's, it's like the nose on your face. You can see it if you pay attention. They've been doing it for generations. But in this I case mean, of January 6th, how do you conclude that for certain? <laughs> Now, see, the brother got stuck there. So that's where I come in at, right? How you know it's for certain? Look at the history of this country. It's all about the 14th and 15th Amendment. Um, Will Smith did a documentary on Netflix. I think a lot of you should go and check it out. Shout out to Will and Jada for doing that beautiful documentary. You know, um, you got to understand, this is the timeline, man. This is it. This is... White supremacy, this is not the first time they tried, you know, set us back. America would be such a great country if we just can get rid of that, 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 that cancer. But be honest with you, I don't think white America is ready to get rid of that cancer. You know, it's not your rights being attacked. It's minority, women rights, uh, Gay rights, you know what I'm saying? Black rights. Conclude that for certain. Well, since you made the assertion, how do you conclude that? America is racist. And there's so much there. I mean, it's true, there are those people who are ignorant about these. Uh, America is racist. These, uh, America is a big lie. They really mean. I would never think that America was just racist mean, after all of the years. But it still is. Okay. Conspiracies uh, used to prosecute the Jews, that they were okay. okay, we're going to leave it there only because uh, the, the, the characterization. Uh, so that's our first hour of uh, your calls on Jen. You notice how he just couldn't take it, right? The characterization. They don't want to hear the truth. And that's what I want to say. They don't want to accept that what he was saying was true. And it's coming out of the white guy's mouth. That's why I say I have to apologize to some of my white brothers and sisters out there. Some of you do care. The majority of you don't. 
So, are we going to have a democracy or not? I don't know. It's not my call. It's your call, white America. It's your call. If you want to save this so-called democracy and so you can go around the world and shout that you the shit, hey, if you don't, then don't. Black folks and brown folks and yellow folks, we know how to survive. Our ancestors taught us well. We're still being traumatized. You're listening to The Cold Show with comedian Ricky Cole. Happy New Year. This is January the 6th, a year after the insurrection. This is part one. I'll be back with part two. Before I really close out, I just thought of something. Today, a lot of people are remembering January the 6th. What happened? Watch our democracy being attacked. Watching how white supremacy actually showed us who they are. They're in the Senate, they're in the House, they're in the states. And, and, you know, that was a that was like a, a stab in the heart, you know, or a woman finding her husband cheating on her, you know. That's how it felt that day, a year ago. But you know what the far right is doing? From Fox News to Newsmax to one, whatever that broadcast in the AT&T design and talk radio. They're talking about anything and everything but what happened on January the 6th. If that don't tell you that it's not, the you know, that the rich is not doing this. Who is? That's where our enemies are. It's those wealthy men who own networks and who can fund companies to spread misinformation. If we don't take these rich bastards down, they're going to destroy our democracy. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't even feel, I don't feel, I feel sorry for those people who believe the lies that those rich men broadcast every night to their, you know, through their cable network to those people. I, 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 I don't feel, I feel sorry for them because those rich men is feeding them their fears, their hate, their prejudices on a daily basis and making it feel like they're the victim when they're not. The victim is our constitution. And you heard some of the people calling who in denial, some defending. But what kind of country are we going to be? Are we going to be on America? Or are we going to be an apartheid America? Because that's what this is all about. It's up to you voters. It's up to you to get out and vote. Please. Vote your conscience. Your crazy cousin's going to vote the ideology. You know what? Now I'm out. All right. You guys have a good day. Um, Happy New Year. Let's get through this crazy shit. Get your shots, please. Get your shots.